This is Plant-Based Briefing, the calorie density approach to nutrition and lifelong weight management by Jeff Novick at ForksOverKnives.com. I'm Marian Erickson, and this is the curated content plant-based podcast for people who are short on time but curious about plant-based and vegan living. Today, we have another post from Forks Over Knives. In yesterday's post, I read the success story of Andrea Sereda, who initially gained weight when she went vegan, but then she went whole food plant-based and lost 150 pounds. And she talked about one of the strategies she used in going whole food plant-based was calorie density. So today's post is about calorie density. So let's get to today's plant-based briefing. The Calorie Density Approach to Nutrition and Lifelong Weight Management by Jeff Novick at ForksOverKnives.com Calorie density is the simplest approach to healthful eating and lifelong weight management. This common-sense approach to sound nutrition allows for lifelong weight management without hunger, more food for fewer calories, and is easy to understand and follow. In addition, by following the principles of calorie density, you will increase the overall nutrition density of your diet. The basic principles of calorie density are simple and outlined below. Remember, these are just guidelines expressing the principles and not exact recommendations. The Calorie Density Approach Calorie density is simply a measure of how many calories are in a given weight of food, most often expressed as calories per pound. A food high in calorie density has a large number of calories in a small weight of food, whereas a food low in calorie density has much fewer calories in the same weight of food. Therefore, one can consume a larger portion of low-calorie-dense food than a high-calorie-dense food for the same number of calories. On a day-to-day basis, people generally eat a similar amount of food by weight. Therefore, choosing foods with a lower calorie density allows us to consume our usual amount of food or more while reducing our caloric intake. Foods low in calorie density also tend to be higher in satiety, so by consuming foods lower in calorie density, one can fill up on much fewer calories without having to go hungry and without having to weigh, measure, or portion control our food. In addition, the foods that are lower in calorie density, like fruits, veggies, starchy vegetables, intact whole grains and legumes, are also the foods highest in nutrient density. Therefore, by following a diet lower in calorie density, one automatically consumes a diet higher in nutrient density. Principles of Calorie Density Hunger and Satiety Whenever hungry, eat until you are comfortably full. Don't starve and don't stuff yourself. Sequence your meals. Start all meals with a salad, soup, and or fruit. Don't drink your calories. Avoid liquid calories. Eat or chew your calories. Don't drink or liquefy them. Liquids have little, if any, satiety, so they do not fill you up as much as solid food of equal calories. Dilution is the solution. Dilute out high-calorie-dense foods or meals. Dilute the calorie density of your meals by filling half of your plate, by visual volume, with intact whole grains, starchy vegetables and or legumes, and the other half with vegetables and or fruit. Be aware of the impact of vegetables versus fat or oil. Vegetables are the lowest in calorie density, while fat and oil are the highest. Therefore, adding vegetables to any dish will always lower the overall calorie density of a meal while adding fat and oil will always raise the overall calorie density of a meal. Limit high-calorie-dense foods. Limit or avoid foods that are higher in calorie density, like dried fruit, high-fat plant foods, processed whole grains, etc. 
If you use them, incorporate them into meals that are made up of low-calorie-dense foods, and think of them as a condiment to the meal. For example, add a few slices of avocado to a large salad, or add a few walnuts or raisins to a bowl of oatmeal and fruit. What are calorie-dense foods? The following calorie density chart lists foods in the order of calorie density from lowest to highest. The lowest are vegetables with a calorie density ranging from 60 to 195 calories per pound. Then fruit with a calorie density of 140 to 420. Potatoes, pasta, rice, barley, yams, corn, and hot cereals have a calorie density between 320 and 630. Beans, peas, and cooked lentils have a calorie density of 310 to 780. Breads, bagels, fat-free muffins, and dried fruit have a calorie density between 920 and 1360. Sugars, like sugar, honey, molasses, agave, corn syrup, and maple syrup, have calorie densities between 1200 and 1800 calories per pound. Dry cereals, baked chips, fat-free crackers, pretzels, and popcorn have calorie densities between 1480 and 1760 pounds. Nuts and seeds have a calorie density of between 2400 and 3200 calories per pound, and the highest calorie density foods are oils at 4000 calories per pound. Research has shown that people can freely eat foods that are 300 calories per pound or less and not gain weight. People can consume relatively large portions of foods that are between 300 and 800 calories per pound and still lose or maintain their weight depending on their individual activity levels and metabolism. The intake of foods with a calorie density of 800 to 1800 should be limited as these can contribute to weight gain and interfere with efforts to lose weight. Additionally, the intake of foods over 1800 calories per pound should be extremely limited, as these foods can very easily contribute to weight gain and obesity, and can also greatly interfere with efforts to lose weight. The 2007 report from the American Cancer Institute and the World Cancer Research Fund recommended lowering the average calorie density of the American diet to 567 calories per pound. One can easily do this by following the above principles of calorie density, which allows us to eat freely of unrefined, unprocessed fruits, veggies, starchy veggies, intact whole grains and legumes, without the addition of salt, sugar, and or fat and oil. Summary Calorie density really is a common-sense approach to sound nutrition and is the cornerstone of good health. It is the simplest way to lose and or manage your weight for life. By following a few simple principles, you will increase the amount of food on your plate while decreasing your overall caloric intake, all without ever having to go hungry. At the same time, you'll be optimizing your overall nutrient intake. The article finishes with a graphic about calorie density, showing how much 500 calories can fill a stomach depending on the calorie density. So oil, for example, just barely lines the bottom of a stomach. Cheese just fills the stomach up a touch more meat a little more than cheese, then potatoes, beans, and rice fill up more than three-quarters of the stomach, and 500 calories of fruits and veggies almost completely fill the stomach. You just listened to The Calorie Density Approach to Nutrition and Lifelong Weight Management by Jeff Novick at ForksOverKnives.com. And I'm Marian Erickson, the host of Plant-Based Briefing. And as always, I put a link to the original post in the show notes. And you can go there and take a look at this visual of how filling different foods are based on their calorie density. 
And please share this podcast with anyone who might benefit from it. And please take a second to go to Apple Podcasts and scroll all the way down to rate and review the podcast. If you have something nice to say, I'd really appreciate it. And thanks for listening.